Adrian Gore, founder and CEO of Discovery. Adrian, I think it's evident at this stage that Discovery is no longer just a medical and life insurance business. It's becoming a conglomerate of sorts. Do you believe that sticky, loyal customer base through your core medical and life insurance units have paved the way for growth in other avenues such as Discovery Bank and Discovery Invest and will continue to lead to other avenues of growth that haven't been explored yet? Um, I think the answer to that must be uh, unequivocally yes. I think that we have a fantastically loyal client base, but I think that the I think the mechanism of the shared value of getting people engaged in, in behavioral change and through vitality has created a repeatable model. So your observation, I think, is right. I think it hasn't been, we're not a conglomerate that's kind of growing into adjacency. We've got a central model that's repeatable into different environments. And I think the bank, as you point out, is a, a great example of that. Uh, so strongly agree. Let's start with your core medical and life insurance businesses. How do you plan on growing that business unit from a market share perspective one would think you have the lion's share of your total addressable market. And from a price perspective, with the South African consumer under pressure, simple price elasticity of demand theory is not in your favor either. I think you, I think you make a good point. I think Discovery Health and the Discovery Health medical scheme is, is big and it has 58% market share. It can continue to grow. And we've seen that amazingly during this period, like 29% increase in, in new business. So during kind of a COVID, people, there's a flight to quality. And I think that's what we've seen. So I think we can grow. Um, the fundamental issue on our model using Vitality is actually doing prices down if you manage your health well, you know, regardless of your state of health. So in fact, we are trying to offer price points that are cheaper and better and more better value for money. So I agree with your, your observation. We're trying to do the opposite. We're trying to offer value for money through better behavior, you know, even in the bank better rates of interest if you're managing your money, et cetera. So it should not be an expensive product. And I think that's how we have managed to achieve market share. Discovery Bank, this is where the majority of expansion CapEx is being put towards. Commentary in your results suggest a solid performance. The traditional banks are performing really well, so the environment doesn't seem to be all doom and gloom, as people suggest. Could Discovery Bank be the group's crown jewel in, say, 10 years' time? I hope it is. I mean, I think the bank's performance over the period has been has been staggering. I think across every single uh, variable, but probably the most notable stuff is client acquisition and the engagement clients are getting with the bank. They really like what they're using, you know. Um, and I think if we can do that and continue to do that, it will grow. The banking space in South Africa is very, very big. We see that, you know, we're doing like seven, eight hundred accounts uh, clients a day, uh, which is bigger than any of our other business lines. Uh, so I, I again, I, I agree with you. I think that the bank for us not only should should be a powerful bank in and of itself, but it's kind of a composite maker, as we call it. The other products will sit in it and around it, you know. So, so I think it can be the central piece of the South African business. I came across a line item in your financial highlights that I'm not accustomed to, embedded value per share. If it's in the highlights, I'm sure it holds quite a bit of importance. At 126 Rand, could you just unpack that line item? Well, the embedded value is kind of an actual measure of the present value of profitability. It's kind of like a net asset value, so to speak, in an insurance company. So it is, a, it, is a, it, is an, it is something that we measure very, very carefully. The only issue in our business is a lot of our businesses are not in that calculation. So Ping On Health, um, uh, Discovery Insure, the stuff we're doing globally, none of that stuff is in there. It really measures the traditional businesses like Discovery Life and Discovery Health. So it's an important number. And I think what's more important maybe is its progression from year to year. Is it growing? You know, what's driving it? 
but um, it's, it is an important number. Uh, I'm very pleased with its growth uh, in this period. Let's touch on Ping An Insurance, your Chinese minority stake. Uh, operationally aside, is this still part of your future plans, despite the ominous behavior we've seen from the Chinese government and regulatory authorities? No, it certainly is. I mean, if you look at the spend of healthcare in China and the kind of emerging middle class, healthcare is in its nascent phase. So the scale of, of healthcare spend is likely to grow at a rapid rate. So for us, it's, it's a central piece of how we, we're moving ahead. I mean, the truth in China from our perspective is there's been a pretty predictable regulatory environment. The crackdown has been on tech companies and some of the other areas that you know, the government sees as abusive or whatever. In our case, there's been a very careful, deliberate strategy about actually promoting the private health insurance market. So it's a very important part of our of our future going forward. I'm very, very pleased with our, our work with Ping On. I'm sure you try to block out all the noise and focus on the business from an operational perspective. But Kathy Wood, founder of ARK Invest and well-known growth fund manager in the US, bought around 600 million rands worth of discovery stock in a fintech fund a few months ago. Kathy is seen as a visionary of sorts amongst the businesses she invests in. Were you aware of this and what are your comments on that? Um, I actually was in, aware of it. And I, I mean, I obviously know uh, I've met Kathy in a Zoom call actually prior to that. Um, I mean, I, I guess I guess for us, and I try to put that across in the, in, in the presentation this morning is, you know, we are, we are and we need to build on this leadership position, the ability to predict illness and to change behavior. And to an extent, it's that part of our tech that I think is consistent with some of Kathy and her team's thinking. You know what I'm saying? So that's that really is the magic, I think, in our model. We've got to develop it faster and better. We're doing well, but there's more to be done. And Adrian, what do you have to say for your friends at Brightrock? Do you think what they're doing is good for the competitive landscape of insurance in South Africa? Yes, I, I, I do think so. I mean, these, you know, these new starts and these companies are now big. Uh, I think a sign of a great companies, people break away and do great things and I often come back and they compete with you. I have great respect for them and I think it's good for the consumer. We're a tough group to compete with, so you know we relish the competition, but I think it's wonderful. I take my hat off to them.